Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, everybody. It is February 5th, 2018. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, and this is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. With me, as always, is Raj Geary. Mr. Matt Morgan will be along shortly. And we're talking Monday Night Raw, build up to Elimination Chamber, which is only, God, what, three weeks away at this point. Uh, Raj, first off, how are you doing? How was your, how was your weekend devoid of wrestling? Uh, it was nice. It's nice having a little, a little break. Um, but, you know, Super Bowl is still crazy. So the next couple of weeks are are kind of slow so that'll be kind of nice yeah uh, seriously uh man it's i had to put it in the calendar today i sit down once a year and i put all the wwe pay-per-views yeah into my I mean, phone calendar same here same here yeah, yeah. uh hey, matt, how you doing matt doing good i'm gonna apologize in advance we just got out of a commissioner meeting about an hour ago so i wasn't able to hook up on the right streaming device and the right microphone. So I apologize to fans for one more week of this crap. I'm sorry. <laughs> but you were able to watch Raw? Yes. Right. Cool. Nice. Um, so uh, different show tonight. A lot of wrestling action. Four women's segments for those that were paying attention. No mention of Ronda Rousey. And uh, just really building up Elimination Chamber as the next stop on the road to WrestleMania. Matt, what did you think of the show overall? Really way to milk and cash in on that cash, cash cow that is Ronda Rousey, huh? <laughs> yeah. um, you know, here's a good idea. Let's not talk about her. Um, I, thought it was all, I thought it was a little bit all over the place tonight. Um, I was encouraged by all the female in the segments, but um, there was a lot of uncomfortable segments as well. The, the stuff, you know, the, the backstage promo with Bailey and Sasha was incredibly uncomfortable to watch. Um, it didn't look natural. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of things like that that happened. But again, I'm encouraged by so many, you know, female segments, nonetheless. Step in the right direction. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I like that they're giving them more time. I, um, I thought the little graphic they did for Bailey and Asuka was kind of cool. It made the match seem bigger, just having that right before the match. You, you know what I'm talking about? Yes. I thought that was yeah, it was uh, it was cool. I thought Bailey and Oscar was a good match. Um, so yeah, I was a I was a fan of some of the stuff, um, but 
I don't know. I just feel like we're so close to we're not that far from WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Just doing more that's more sizzle, you know. Like it's it's just kind of it was a good uh, run of the mill show. I thought. Yeah. What, what what happened with bronze music at the end? What was that about? <laughs> yeah, that was weird. I, yeah, I thought someone was coming out or something, but for sure, yeah, it looked like a production snafu or something. <clears throat> okay, so before we dive into it, Raj, have you heard anything from your context? Any backstage news on Ronda Rousey? Has there been any movement on what's happening there, or is it still all to be determined? Oh, it sounds like it's going to be a tag match at, at Mania. So still that tri- Triple H and stuff. Yep. Gotcha. Uh, ideally, with the Rock, I don't see the Rock doing it. I don't see how he can. Yeah, I think he's got because. They ensure the cast of the movie, um, and he starts filming, you know, right after Mania in May with uh, yeah. the new Jungle Cruise movie. So, um, yeah. So if if an insurer will insure him uh, and insure the movie, then he could do it. But it all comes down to that. Gotcha. Okay, so let's go match by match to talk about tonight's segment by segment. We started with Elimination Chamber, a qualifying match with Bray Wyatt and Roman Reigns. So, Matt, what did you think of this? And at any point, did you think Bray actually stood a chance of winning this match? No. And I messaged uh, Raj via Instagram, and I'm <laughs> right, hoping he got the that. message. I saw that. With Braun Strowman's awesome win-loss record. No, you mean Bray Wyatt. <laughs> Sorry, Bray Wyatt. It's horrible. <laughs> yeah, he's he loses. Uh, well, that includes house shows. The heels always lose at house shows. But still, yeah. he. I mean, he's. Uh, that's why he doesn't come across as anything special. He loses all the time. That's why his, his WrestleMania match with Undertaker was nothing because of that. Out of yeah. them all, it was the one no one's talking about, right? Yeah. The last five. Yeah, exactly. So I, I think he badly needs to turn babyface, try something new with this character. He did that promo. I don't know if you heard that promo, Matt, because we've disagreed about his promos before, but it is the same thing. I cannot... I could not pay attention to it. It was just the rambling and right. non, you know, the nonsensical stuff. Reigns apparently understood. Reigns actually had a pretty decent promo after that. <laughs> yes, he did. Actually, yeah, I was, yeah, that was it wasn't bad. I'll tell you what I loved. Uh, and Wrestling Inc., by the way, on the Twitter feed, has the animated GIF of it right now with the plug for tonight's episode. I love how Braun got in all that offense and then just started making those faces as to what in the hell is going on here. How come I'm getting all this in on Roman and I just can't pin the guy? You know, I thought it was very almost Bray. Satir- Bray, Bray, pardon yeah. me, Bray. I thought it was, uh, yes, Bray and Braun. Now it's all going back and forth. But I thought uh, Bray, I thought it was almost satirical at that point and calling out how I'm not going to win this match. Well, I think it was really, I'm guessing it was probably Roman um, trying to make Bray look good in a way. And he did. You know, he did. He did. Yeah, but he, did. He, he gave Bray almost the whole match and, you know, he just kind of got. Kind of got the finish. I mean, this was a good match. This was, it was Bray Wyatt hasn't had the best matches lately, and I thought this was one of his best matches in a long time. Again, it points to how good Roman has freaking gotten. He he's good, man. He always delivers. Yeah, yeah. and he's going to Elimination Chamber, uh, probably from there to Mania. Should we talk about? I know we've talked about on this podcast how it is a given that it is going to be Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania, but Raj, can you just shed light for people on what this plan is that's been in motion now for a year and what the plan is once he has the belt? I mean, is the idea that Roman is going to be a Hogan-level champ? I mean, we've seen with Brock holding the belt for a year now, uh, you know, getting these matches where he's 
retaining all the time is the plan to have Roman the long-term champion after this WrestleMania victory over Brock Lesnar? Um, I mean, I don't think they ever have that, you know, that kind of stuff planned out. Um, you know, Roman, I'm sure they're going to give him a decent couple of months, but if the storyline calls for him to drop it and re- regain it, but he is, I mean, the, he is definitely positioned to be filling that John Cena spot as the baby sure. face, face of the, you know, the company. But Matt, yeah. Cena, I don't know, Matt, what you yeah. think, but it just, to me, Cena just looks kind of like checked out. He seems Ten- like tonight he did look checked out. Yeah, like he's just kind of doing it. He's he's there. He's fulfilling his obligations. He wants to like it, but he's just got so much going on, and he knows that, uh, you know, he's got senioritis almost. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Senioritis. Senioritis. Um, yeah, but Matt, do you think that with Roman? So if this plan has been in the works for a year now, mm-hmm. uh, starting with Roman versus the Undertaker last WrestleMania, leading up to this. Do you think having worked for the company that they would invest that long in building Roman Reigns to this to this moment and then have him uh, be a short ter- short term champ in the grand scheme of things? I mean, I could see this maybe not going as long as Hogan or Backlund or uh, Bruno, but I mean, they don't just drop it after they invest that much time in building up an angle. First of all, nobody's a champion as long as Hogan mm-hmm. or or, Br- or Bruno anymore. Yeah, no, absolutely not. Even CM Punk, that'd be tough to do. I mean, Brock's had it for a year, but that was, you know. Different. He wasn't defending it every night. Exactly. Four title defenses or whatever. Right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, look, I mean, with Cena, you know, he he loses it, gains it, loses it, gains it. But it's definitely meant to be the, you know, coronation, so to speak. Of of Roman Reigns. It is. And I don't think they've got it planned out for six months to a year or two-year run. That's you can't plan for that anymore in today's wrestling. Yeah. It's such microwave TV now, right? Yeah. In minute, a change on the fly ASAP, especially then. Yeah, even I mean, remember Steve Austin when he finally won the WWF Championship? He lost it at the next pay per view, and uh, he gained <laughs> it the really? next night. Yeah, it was the first blood match to Kane. Kane was fully clothed. And, yeah, but it was the very next pay per view, and he yeah. lost it, gained it. You know, regained it the next night on Raw. So, you know, the, the plan is for him to be the top guy. But as far as how long each reign goes and how often he loses and wins, is you know, they'll he's not going to hold it consecutively for a long time. They're that never going to. They'll never plan it out like that. They'll never plan anybody being their champion out for X amount of time. I think Brock's the closest we'll see to that, and that was just because out of necessity. Yeah. Yeah. Want to change the game, right? The idea that we're not going to have the champ every week on TV, that we're going to make it a more special thing for him to, uh, you know, grace us with his presence. I like and, it. I I'm, I feel like they should do that with Ronda Rousey. I feel like they should do that with more of their talents. Where When you don't have them on TV every week, it makes their appearances seem more special. special. Yeah. Yep. I agree with that. Um, Finn Balor and Carl Anderson versus The Revival tonight. Kind of a different take on Balor Club. What did you think of this match, Matt? I like that they mixed it up, actually. I like that it was Anderson and Balor. Um, I'm not a fan of my guys losing, obviously. <laughs> you know, but uh, is it just me and a Dawson look at it? Like, okay, I get he's got a little Darby going right now, a little stomach action going there, a little flab. But it fits his character. My concern was he wasn't taking uh, his arms and all perfection in textbook 
the same. I wonder if he's hurt or something's up with him because he, everything I was watching him mechanically wasn't very, very smooth tonight. There was a lot of miscues. Hmm. You have to really look for it. Look when he's punching Finn in the corner. There was a spot where Finn was, where he's, Finn was supposed to like block it or duck, and instead he eats like a punch to the ribs instead. And, and more importantly, the arm drags. Go back and watch the arm drags from Daw- Dawson taking the arm drags. Huh. It's not Dawson-like. I just wonder what was up with it. You know what I mean? Because between the two of them, him, him and uh, uh, Dash, I always thought Dawson was the better of the two because uh, he had more experience. But uh, not tonight. Uh, I thought, you know, uh, uh, what's his name? Dash was the better of the two tonight. And I'm just pissed they had to lose at all. I love that tag team. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, – I mean, I think if they do get injured, they're going to hide that for as long as they possibly could, you know, because – Yes. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> so, Good call. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I thought, you know, again, with matches like this, it was clear w- with Finn in it that they were winning. Um, so going two segments. Uh, what, do you, what do you think of Finn's smile? Is it getting annoying yet? It's soap opera. You know, it's kind of like a teen heartthrobbish. Yeah, I thought it was a little much. He seemed to be doing it a lot tonight. A lot to the hard camera. A yeah. lot. That, yeah. that must be a – you think that was a directive? Yes. From, yes. Like, you're a good-looking dude. Smile <laughs> on the ladies, you know. I smile bet for you, the ladies. Seriously, I bet you it was a Vinceism. Vince thinks every baby face should smile. At least yeah. that's his opinion. It's changed over the years, but – I just that's just my take. I, I think it's a Vinceism because it looks that out of I don't know what the word is. It doesn't look right. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Just happy to be there. Just happy to be on TV. Yeah. Uh and he's getting a second chance at Elimination Chamber next week. We'll talk about uh Good. that. Yeah, seriously. I mean so it's gonna be him, uh Bray, Matt Hardy, and Apollo Cruz. I think Bray and Matt are gonna keep setting up their storyline. In the fatal four one. Yeah, I mean, right? Yep, he's got to get in. That's great. I could almost see them ha- putting Bray in just to even up. No! The, <laughs> he, he, here's why. Here's why. To even up the baby faces and the heels in that match because they seem to do that a lot. Chamber, does it matter? Yeah. I could see Vince wanting to do that. You know how anytime they have a tournament, they always make sure it's, it's even. faces against heels. Yeah, it's even. So that's the only reason why I'd see Bray. But I mean, Finn makes all the sense in the world. I, I hope it's Finn. Yeah, yeah. maybe uh, he gets a storyline out of it with Elias. I mean, doing the math, if it's going to be Braun and Miz and, uh, you know, Roman, Cena. I mean, Cena, we don't know his mania plans. So I think Finn and Elias. Supposedly Taker. Yeah. Cena's plan right now is Elias. They're working the house shows. but Yeah. Hey, really quick, to make Raj's point that Elias looks like a star physically, because I think he does too. I think the guitar kills him. But to make his point, okay, here's a mainstream fan, my wife, who thinks she knows more than she, than she really does is about wrestling. Um, during uh, the match with uh, the, the main event tonight, when Elias got bombed twice by, uh, what's his name, at the end? Braun. Um, Braun. By Braun. And he crawled out of the ring. My wife's like, oh, no, that guy's too big to be, to, be, to be selling away and crawling away like a little coward from Braun Strowman. He's a big guy. He's not that small. I was like, yeah. You know, that's a good perspective, actually, because I've been thinking he is, and maybe he's not. Yeah, there's a there's you know, Seamus has those workout videos that he's posting. Yeah, and he's he's got one with Elias, and man, that he Elias is bigger than Seamus. I mean, he looked is he thicker? He's, th- he's thicker than him. Yeah. Wow. 
Okay. So I think his outfit kind of hides it a little bit. I think it does too. Yeah. Yeah. All the scarves detract from the muscle mass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Balor and Anderson won their match. Uh, after that, okay, so we had the controversial, and I'm just calling it controversial because Matt didn't like it. The backstage segment with Sasha Banks and Bailey. <laughs> so Matt, let's let's just recap what happened. Uh, Bailey was asking Sasha. Sasha was rewatching her match with Oscar. Bailey was asking for some tips because Sasha said maybe I figured out how to take on Oscar, and Sasha was saying, "Oh no, I'm keeping those to myself." You know, we're friends, but slow your roll. What yeah, didn't you like about this segment? Slow your roll. Um, it, they didn't seem comfortable to me. I don't know what it was. It seemed like it was all in, what's the word? Like, it was all in one. When you're in a promo, you're supposed to take people along on a story or a journey, just like you do a match. That's what a promo is. Who, what, when, where, why. And your mm -hmm. job is to take them, even the vignettes, to take them like this. That doesn't always work out like that, but when you have a back and forth banter between somebody, it generally should do that most of the time. And this promo for me just stayed right here, right here in the middle. And it just was uncomfortable with the, okay, yeah, you don't have to tell me. Um, I'm going to do what I'm going to, it was just, it was annoying. It was annoying. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I liked it in the sense that there's, it seems like they're setting something up with, you know, Sasha. <laughs> really. Okay. Shame so me. one more step for Sasha to be a heel. Okay, great. Yes. Yeah. But they're yeah. both going to be but an elimination I, chamber though. And that's a story they can tell. Yeah, but to Matt's point, it sounded very much like, okay, my line, now it's your turn to do your line. Yes. Now it's your turn, you know, your turn to your your line. Like it didn't come across as a natural conversation. Right. It came across as just trading lines. So the cruiserweights reappeared tonight. Uh, Tony Nice. Well, right. They, I mean, they were nowhere to be seen last week. Uh, Tony Nice and Drew Gulak versus Mustafa Ali and Cedric Alexander. We had Drake Maverick, 205 Live, general manager on commentary. Um, I like that they had to explain. You might know him as Rockstar Spud, like sort of bringing people up to speed on that. Uh, it sounds so weird when they say that. Like, just say Drake Maverick and don't say his name used to be something else, but now his name is this. You know, it just seems like. Well, why is his name that now? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Why? That's why? Why doesn't he just that. Rockstar Spud then? Right. Just, just say his name and say it's Drake Maverick and you know move on. But I thought he was the best thing about you know about this match, just because I feel like we've seen this match so many times. You know, these this mix of the mm -hmm. cruiserweights, but I, I really liked him on commentary. Me too. He killed it. Yeah. Uh, uh, so the tournament's happening, folks, for the new Cruiserweight Champion on 205 Live. Definitely plug that. See, I would rather almost just show us a recap package of that tournament and tell people what what's up and what's going on a bit more um, with that because it is such a big relaunch for 205 Live. I, it's a relaunch. I wouldn't say it's really big. You, you see what well, for 205 Live, it's big. I mean, yeah. it's make or break, I would assume. And Roderick Strong's going to be on tomorrow. Um yeah. Johnny Gargano, that's the big rumor that he's going to be a part of this tournament. So we'll see. I mean, that's what they should be. No offense to them. I know. I agree. I hate to say it, but same here. But it is what it is. He had a chance. NXT did a great, both of them did great work. Mm -hmm. But uh, they just don't scream. I don't know. I'm not going to say it and insult the guys, you know, but you know what I'm thinking. It's just like they don't pass the star <laughs> test. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's that. That casual, you know, you know, you see how over Elias is, right? And um, it's just that having that. And I think Johnny Gargano, he's got a ton of charisma. He's mm -hmm. a great babyface, but he, the fact that he is so small, um, I think as soon as Vince sees that, you know, when when you start seeing that uh, 
difference in height with him and like a Braun or an Elias. Um, you see, you just see the way Vince goes. Yeah. Man, um, so they announced the Women's Elimination Chamber match. Kurt Angle came out there. Bailey, Mandy Rose, Sasha Banks, Mickey James, Sonya Deville, and, of course, Alexa Bliss in the match. And then separately the Elimination Chamber, there'll be Nia Jax versus Asuka. So we've talked about before that as the potential. It seems like they've been saving that in their back pocket for a while. Matt, what do you think about the decision to put that match at Elimination Chamber? I don't think they've been putting it in their back pocket. Remember? I was I complaining so. a few weeks ago that they gave away too much. Oh, when they did the TV thing yeah, uh, right. a couple weeks ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I'm excited for the match, though. Uh, Nia Jax ain't winning. Yeah. yeah. I think that's pretty clear. That's I, wish I, I wish I didn't know it. You know what I mean? But now I, you know, I have no questions. Uh, what's her name wins? Yeah. She's going on to WrestleMania. She has well, to win. And well, what they about added that? that stip, which made no sense. Because that. she didn't announce who she was oh, facing at Mania, whether it was Raw or SmackDown. And Kurt said that Nia Jax will be added to the Raw, to Asuka challenging the Raw Women's Champion at WrestleMania, which was kind of huh. I mean, news, if that's what he meant to say. Interesting. I, I'm, I'm, yeah, he, Kurt sounded a little off tonight. Like, he forgot the name of Elimination Chamber um, when he was saying the women's first ever, and then he, like, froze. I mean, and in then, fairness, uh, there's, like, a women's first ever or something in the WWE. They're, <laughs> they, they're digging themselves out of, like, a 50-year hole to, yeah. to finally catch up. You know, yeah, so I don't know. Maybe if he messed up that stip or something. I mean, it's clear the stip is Nia gets added, but I think he meant to say if Asuka chooses to face the Raw Women's Champion. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if it was a slip up or what, but um, yeah, she hasn't announced which title, and in all indications, she's probably going to go for Charlotte. And then Alexa uh, coming out and saying it's unfair that she has to defend her title there when Brock Lesnar doesn't. Uh, Kurt bringing up a very good point that tables, ladders, and chairs back in October was the last time. Someone saying that on commentary they corrected it and said that she would be added to either match. Did they say that? I did not hear that. I don't. I didn't hear that either. But I thought Alexa was good here. She yeah. was. She was great. Yeah, she, she usually always is. Yeah, they brought up how she hasn't defended her title since October, um, but she was she was really good. <clears throat> Yeah, especially considering the Patriots lost the Super Bowl last night. Um, do you guys remember that last year on Talking Smack? That, that reminded me of that when she freaked out, said she was in a terrible mood. The Patriots lost the Super Bowl last year. And then Daniel explained that they won. Paul Cruz <laughs> had his best moment when he came out after and said, hey, did you guys hear about the Patriots? Um, <laughs> man, I missed that. I was just thinking about that tonight because I was like, oh, the Patriots, you know legitimately lost this year um but yeah alexa bliss she was fantastic that was weird asking the audience do they want her to do that i thought that was kind of like what if they'd said no <laughs> not that they were going to i would have so, said no <laughs> yeah i thought it was kind of weird to bring sexism into it i'm yeah, i don't know I'm yes kind of... the wwe should not be calling that out it yeah. should not too close too close to home yeah on that they're fortunate so far speaking of which did you hear anything backstage? I read something online uh, and uh, saw Amy Dumas' tweet tonight. Did she really, like, hide the Time's Up hashtag on her ring gear at the Women's Rumble? No, I saw it. No, 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 but she hid it backstage before. Like, apparently, that was, I can't remember if it was Meltzer or somebody saying, but, like, that was a surprise to them that she was making a statement. What does that. that mean, Time's Up? That's time's it. Up, it's like the Me Too movement. 
I, well, no, she had she uh-huh. had the she had the women's names written on her arm, like China yeah. that, but that on had her, passed her, away. On her uh, shorts, she had hashtag Times Up, right? What on her mean? waistline. So Times Up, um, it's like Me Too, but it's saying like Times Up on sexual harassment, sexual assault. Like we're calling out everyone that's that's done this. So it is. I mean, it's it's a it's that's a, it's done a what that's sexually harass people in the workplace or sexually like, assault. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just saying that, I mean, not look, people have very strong feelings, uh, you know, about the movement and, and they should, but it's a political statement. And given Vince McMahon and this whole thing about no taking a knee in the XFL, right. that's why uh, I believe it was Meltzer that said that, Oh yeah, backstage, nobody knew she was going to do that until right when she went out there. She kept uh, that okay. hidden during the day. Yeah, yeah, there's, that an, was interesting. there's an article. Oh yeah. That's interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know. But that ties into tonight. What you were saying, Raj, they shouldn't be making storyline stuff about sexist attitudes. <laughs> yeah. They, I mean, to, to be fair, they've done a, you know, a decent job rebranding themselves as more progressive, even, even though the women's storylines haven't been. They're still right. treated as you know, sideshow fodder. But, um, you know, it's getting better. Four. Four segments tonight. Yeah. It was good. Um, so after that, we had the match with Oscar versus Bailey. So I don't think anyone thought Bailey was winning this. But Matt, what did you think of the match itself? Extraordinary, very good match. Um, Bailey, as always, can go, especially when you give her time. Um, great matchup, actually. I liked it a lot. It's just, again, they've killed Bailey. You know what I mean? Yeah, she In had general, like a pop coming out. Which I'm still shocked at that happens, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's too bad because she's such a great natural baby face. And I'm uh, telling you guys, she was such a sure thing for me. Such a sure thing. They can't mess this up. That was my quote. It's mm-hmm. impossible <laughs> to mess this up. <laughs> like this is our next John Cena. I remember saying that exact damn quote on here. Yeah, yeah, you, know? you did. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I have no idea, boy. Yeah, I mean, it's having her lose for six months straight probably didn't help. No, and in her debut with making the ring and the uncomfortableness of that, it was dope. God. Yeah. She, yeah, I. Someone's in, in the chat saying she could use a complete heel turn, and she's one of those I never saw as a heel, but just needs something. No, but it'll be like the Jason Jordan style. She'll be like smarmy, you know, teacher's pet, telling on people. I mean, I think it'll it will just be annoying. You know what I mean? Like they'll they'll like lynch her innocence in a way that makes you hate it and resent it, and that would be, I think it would be terrible. <laughs> I could yeah, I could see that. I don't yeah. see her, them having her all of a sudden go goth and you know, like completely changing her character. I'm sure it'd be like Sammy, <laughs> like Sammy, right? Where he still does the annoying stuff, but now it's annoying. Yeah, with the head bobbing and the dancing and everything. <clears throat> He's turned it way up. He's awesome. He's so he's so much fun to watch. He really is. And it shows yeah. like it would if if it's done right, it you know it could completely change a character around. He's my favorite thing on SmackDown right now. He's my favorite thing to watch. I agree. He, 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 he keeps my eyes. You know what I mean. He keeps my eyes on the screen the entire time. Yeah. Um, so in a minute, we're going to talk about the Elimination Chamber qualifying match between The Miz versus Apollo Crews. We'll talk about Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins going up against the bar. Jason Jordan's injury status. 
Nia Jax versus Enhancement Talent, Sonya Deville versus Mickey James, and the final triple threat, the main event of the night, John Cena versus Elias versus Braun Strowman. All that and more. But first, Raj, we have a new sponsor tonight. Why don't you uh, tell people who it is? We do. Keeps. It's a uh, it's a service that helps you stop your hair loss. Um, it's uh, it, they you go online. They offer customized treatment plans with only FDA approved hair loss products for about a dollar a day. And you go online. You do the profile. You take pictures of your hair, and uh, and they give you uh, the the right treatment. Yeah. And I mean, it makes sense because hair loss, it's not just your dad's problem. It happens earlier in life than you think. By 35, two out of three men will start losing their hair. But hair loss is actually easy to prevent if you get started with prevention early. And that's why there's Keeps, which is a new company that offers a simple, clinically proven, affordable way to stop hair loss. With Keeps, it's easier than ever for guys like you to keep your hair uh, and not worry about about going bald. So uh, yeah, it's the easiest way to keep your hair. They offer the only two FDA approved hair loss products clinically proven to keep the hair you have. You can sign up in less than five minutes and it's entirely online and only 10 to $35 a month. So it's $1 a day or less on average. That's half of what you'd pay at the pharmacy for the same treatment. So to get started with Keeps, it's easy. Like Raj said, you answer a few questions, snap some photos, a licensed doctor remotely reviews your information and gives you the right prescription for your situation, all without ever leaving your couch. And within two to three days, a three-month supply of your treatment will arrive perfectly packaged at your door. You can stop hair loss today the easy way with Keeps. They're offering customized treatment plans, again, with the only FDA-approved hair loss products for about a dollar a day from the comfort of your couch. To receive your first month of treatment for free, go to Keeps.com slash INC. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash INC. And that's a free month of treatment at Keeps.com slash INC. Keeps. Hair today, hair tomorrow. It's entirely online. It's you know only ten to thirty-five dollars per month, depending on your treatment options. So it's half of what you pay for this kind of stuff at the pharmacy. So it's it's a great value, FDA approved. Um, and you know I'm I'm forty-two, and uh, you know the sooner you start, you, you get on stuff like this, if you, especially if you notice it. If you notice you're losing your hair, the sooner you get on it, uh, the the easier it is to save uh, what you have. To keep the hair you have. To keep the hair you have. Exactly. Keeps.com slash INC. And we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. So the Miz tonight versus Apollo Cruz. Matt, what did you think of this match? And uh, yeah, how, how do you think Apollo's faring? Great. I thought it was a good showcase for him. No? I think so. I think they need to let him pick up some more wins. Well, yeah, but as far as in-ring action and doing his thing, he, he, he looked like he belonged out there. It's just Oh, absolutely. It's just like you said, though. He needed some wins because no one's buying him winning this match. And a story. Right? Yeah, exactly. A real story. You know, a real feud. Uh, even if it's you know breaking up Titus Worldwide, I think they have to get something going on to get people more invested in him. This guy's been a rock star in the ring, I mean, since his NXT debut. Yes. He's, yeah. um, I feel like The Miz is... It's almost like Cody Rhodes now, where he has uh, he believes he's you know one of the best you know one of the best in the world, and he is mm-hmm. trying to you know get to that level, and it's really like turning it up. I think he comes across more like a star than he ever did, and he's you know really did, doing everything did, he can to, d- to did make. Did you say like Cody? You said like Cody Rhodes? Yeah. You don't think he's bigger star than Cody Rhodes? Oh no, he is for sure. But Cody on the Indies is probably the biggest. Him and Kenny oh, Omega, are the, you know I, what I mean. I yeah, yeah, but since yeah. he's he got into that position, he's made these yes. changes to his character to 
really come across as like a you know big, a big time deal. star exactly and yep. you know what i like about the miz is that you get the impression that with all of these guys the miz knows exactly what he's doing and he's trying to put them over as best definitely he can. oh my god every time yeah, yeah. super generous yes and yes. how he does it um that's I mean, where just, he that's where he gets in and fits in on this roster yeah and he knows that and that makes him incredibly valuable more invaluable than his you know years of having to be the pr guy he still is right it's now an in-ring technician i mean think about how we're talking about miz right now versus when he started yeah. guy still does not get enough credit i thought his promo i mean it was the best promo on the show was... <laughs> does he become a hall of famer Oh yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, easy. he retires right now. Does he become a Hall of Famer? Yeah, he's got ten years. Yeah, he's headlined WrestleMania, even though he wasn't That's the awesome. focus of that. But yeah, I think, That's I think definitely awesome. Yeah, and his story is really incredible if you think about it. I mean, to go from reality star yes. wannabe, I was there when he was being thrown out. They, they were doing that tough enough right when I was still there. And yeah, poof, him and Daniel Pewter. It wasn't just Pewter. He got it bad too, Miz. You know, and uh, they, oh, God, I'm surprised like, he ever came back. Yeah. I, Ken Anderson was on our podcast uh, a couple months ago, and he was t telling some stories about uh, stuff that he endured. And uh sounded pretty brutal. Like, a, a lot of people wouldn't have been able to no way. deal with that. No way. It would never happen today. And, guys, it's, it's, it's not even hazing. It's like hazing times a million. I played on a real football team. I played on a real basketball team. I, it took them all year to get me. But they finally, my football team finally <laughs> got me my freshman year at the very end, even though they weren't able to get me one on one. The whole team it took to time into the damn goalpost, butt ass naked. And <laughs> but nonetheless, these are the things that were fun that make you more camaraderie one with one another. It was a good spirit. It wasn't in mean spirit. And trust me when I tell you, the shit that was done to Miz was mean spirited on <laughs> purpose to drive him out. Yeah. And it didn't work. Yeah, I mean, if you look at. Look at someone like a JBL. I know JBL's had his stories about stuff he did to the Miz and, and where the Miz is. The Miz he, is far beyond uh, JBL. Way beyond. And he tried his hardest. Let me tell you. I watched some of it. Boy. Yeah. Oh, so, man. Yeah, I mean, hats off to him. Um, and he's, tur he's turning it up. He's making himself feel pre – he presents himself like a main event. <laughs> Miz, you didn't kill yourself yet? You're still here? That's what he say <laughs> every week. Yeah. <laughs> that's nice yeah. thanks nice nice to meet you sir right yeah what a prick <sighs> you know and it was funny i was just thinking i was like oh man the wwe has really turned stuff around and it was like yeah but not until what was it like three years ago bill demont was still employed in developmental pulling that stuff uh in but, nxt uh, but luckily in the main roster that's why those guys were able to flourish the romans the shields the punks because all that crap had subsided believe yeah. you me if the bob hollies and bradshaws and, and then we're still there no way are those guys excelling because nobody could during that time. Only a very select few like John and Orton, and that's because they were ordained to succeed. Yeah. Bob Holly stiff Brock Lesnar. Yeah, I mean, if that doesn't, you know, <laughs> if that doesn't tell you how hard it is to, to uh, get their respect. Right. You know. Uh, but yeah, I thought this match tonight with the Miz and Apollo was great. Uh, Miz won. He's going to Elimination Chamber. Probably a great opportunity to set up his storyline with Braun Strowman for WrestleMania, if that still is the plan. And that that can't be for real that his baby is legitimately due WrestleMania weekend, right? Yeah, two days, two days before. Miz? Yeah. yeah. That's I true. Believe it. I believe that. 
That was uh, they were mentioning it on Total Divas too. But like, yeah. did they try and get, like? But that's I mean, but like for real, for real, like is that yeah, just for real? Try and conceive on that schedule, like get no, it. A it no, that schedule sucks because we. Yeah. There's a good chance he's gonna be. She's gonna be born the day of Mania when he's. You know, he has to be there, and wow. he's supposed to be doing all this pub that week. So that schedule sucks for them. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, he'll lose to Braun, but uh, it'll be good. It'll be a big moment for Braun. Braun as Intercontinental Champ just it just doesn't nope. seem right. It ain't a big moment for Braun. You don't think so? No. Well, big moment for Braun is winning the Universal Championship or nothing. Yeah. yeah. The Intercontinental oh, Championship God. just seems kind of beneath him. It's kind of it would be like Undertaker he's back been, in the day winning the Intercontinental title. It's not. He's been pushed as indestructible. He's been the the push of the year almost. Right. I agree. Yeah. Look. I think every all three of us would rather see him as the universal champ than Roman. Yes. No, I don't, I don't. I don't know if I agree with that. Really? Yeah, yeah. I, I. I would. I would because it's more organic. That's the only reason I would. I'm not saying Roman Reigns is not a better company guy. Going to the shows, great. doing the talk shows, blah 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 blah. Roman's better looking. I the whole nine. I get why. But if we're talking about organically. What the fans want to see, I think I'd like to see Braun win it. The, the reason why I said is I think you want to give get Braun on a real chase, not like this one one month chase and then he's out of the picture. My get him in a real a, chase, then do it at like SummerSlam. And uh, but they won't. Our fans will not have the patience. They were dying on him just tonight. Yeah, think yeah. about how how they were dying on the one more time chance. They died quickly on those. Those are some weak ass doing do it one more time chance. If I've ever heard any. Yeah, they died after the second round. One yeah. more time. One more time. Yeah, he, he was playing to the crowd great, too. Like He, he like, did a he great job, right? He looked comfortable. Yeah, he looked like Hulk there with, the, you know, getting the crowd to, you know, chant louder. And I, th- I thought he did really good there. So I mean, I think the only person that the Braun could have a believable chase with is Roman well, or Brock. But the way that they've built up both, you know, all three of them. With everyone else, though, he just runs through them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No. No. For WrestleMania, I'd rather have. I think Braun versus uh, Brock would have been a better way to go, and not have them already wrestle. Uh, you know, back in the fall. What was it? Great Balls of Fire was when they wrestled, right? Or was that Joe? Yeah. I think that was Joe at Great Balls of Fire, but it could be I'm uh, forgetting. Yeah, it all blends together after a while, right? Yeah, I think Great Balls of Fire was Joe. Yeah, it was Joe. You're right. And Braun was like in the in the fall. <clears throat> Oh, man. So after that, we were supposed to have Jason Jordan and Seth Rollins in their final rematch against the bar. Mm -hmm. Jason Jordan playing off these real life stories about him being injured that have been spreading around. Raj, is that that true? Yeah, it's 100 percent true. So he hasn't been wrestling. He wasn't at the live events. I was surprised they keep bringing him on TV and putting him in a storyline until they know exactly what, you know, because why invest all this TV time if, you know, let's say if he needs surgery or something like that. So. Um, sunk taking... cost fallacy. They've already put so much into that story. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like you know when Orton got hurt, he came back and told everybody he's twenty-two percent ready and that kind of a thing. They believe in you enough to let you. They'll give you the TV time. I mean, I like to see it play out. I hate to see him get injured and then just drop it. Then we got to start it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep him there doing his thing, but, but uh, his, his injury. It sounds so with the neck injury, and I guess he's having trouble gripping stuff. So. Oh, sounds pretty serious. That sounds terrible. It's neurological. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds awful. Um, man. So uh, with needing a tag team partner, that kid Roman Reigns got a shot finally, and it was Roman and Seth 
versus The Bar. Now, this was, for all intents and purposes, Seth's. They treated it like Seth's hometown. They were in uh, Des Moines, Iowa. Seth's from Davenport. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, the so then you knew that Seth is losing, right? Yeah. <laughs> Good match, though. Yeah. Yeah, it was a great match. This was probably the only match on the show where I felt like it wasn't a, a given who was winning. No, it wasn't. Yeah. And, of course, Jason Jordan interfered, uh, got them disqualified. And so that's the thing, man. If they're not going Jordan versus Rollins in a singles feud, I mean, what do they have for Rollins right now? They got nothing. I think they're waiting and waiting to see him, what's happening with you know Jordan. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things you could do with Rollins. You, I mean, yeah. you got Finn with nothing to do. Um, you know, uh, I mean, that seems that seems like a, a natural matchup right there. Um, they both yeah. missed, Finn missed at WrestleMania last year, right? Yeah, he was not. He wasn't yeah. at WrestleMania last year. Yeah. You got Samoa Joe, even though they've kind of done Joe and Rollins already. But when's Joe back, though? When's Joe due back? So he's saying they're taking it week by week, but um, it's looking like it'll be before Mania. Hopefully he doesn't miss because he missed Mania last year. Hopefully he doesn't miss it again. I have to say he was awesome on the NXT pre-show. I mean, you know, I wish him a speedy recovery, and I hope he does not get injured again. But man, I think that guy's got a long career ahead of him doing commentary. Really? I liked he him liked a lot. Good. He's a great talker. He's believable. Would you rather have him or Pete Rosenberg, Matt? On a pre-show. Oh well, Joe. Pete Rosenberg is annoying. <laughs> I mean, I thought Joe made some good points. I, I like listening to the guy speak. I think he's, I think he's very Rosenberg charismatic. Paul Rosenberg. Pete, Whatever. Pete. Peter Rosenberg? Peter Rosenberg. Yeah. The dude from Hot 97. He's annoying. He didn't know that War Machine was a tag team. He thought it was a singles guy. Ugh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, and have you ever seen Joe? Uh, he was on some video game stuff last year from, like, the video game convention. And Joe yeah. was really good. I mean, just really good. I think, uh, you know, again, I, I love him in the ring. I love his promos, but yes. I think that uh, he's got there. a lot of options. Um, so uh, the bar won by DQ. After that, we had Nia Jax versus Vanessa Floyd. Uh, I'm assuming she was a local enhancement talent. I wonder if she, do you know uh, where she's from? Is that what she wanted? I'm just, well, because Seth Rollins runs the Black and Blue yeah, Brave sure. Wrestling I'm, School. I'm sure she's from that wrestling school. That was what I was going to say, uh, from Seth's Man. school. <laughs> Color, yeah. it's interesting. Yeah, it's like uh, Drew Gulak's brother getting squashed last week. A lot of people didn't know that. But they're rebuilding Nia Jax for her uh, fight with Asuka. Yeah, I mean, she's, she, she's always kind of been there. It's not like... Uh, she was doing the stuff with Enzo. She was doing the stuff with Alexa and the drama. They yeah. haven't... Made her a power. Stuff with Enzo helped. It, Stuff with Enzo helped her, though. Getting her over with the crowd, definitely. But I think it's taken away from the idea. Like, if she's going against Asuka, let's build her back up as this truly yeah. dominant force. Yeah. And so it was good. You know, I, I never mind squash matches when it's building a talent up. So I, th I thought this was fine. Yeah, at least it didn't go two segments, you know? <laughs> Actually, there was that one she had with Alicia Fox that was like that. Where I mean, I don't think it went two segments, but it was like it was like the chicken fight and Family Guy. Every time you thought it was over, she like threw the barricade. Um, okay, so they followed that with another <clears throat> women's segment: Sonya Deville versus Mickey James. And again, they're both going to be an elimination chamber. You know, uh, Paige came out with them as part of Absolution. So we had Paige, Mandy Rose, and Sonya Deville against Mickey, and then. 
Mickey won, but then when Mickey gets attacked by them afterwards, Alexa comes out to Mickey's aid. So, Matt, what did you think of this match? Uh, good match. Uh, solid match. Uh, Mickey led her through a pretty good match, I thought. Um, I don't know. This is one of those women's segments that <sighs> happy it happened, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. Maybe it's a, the, 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 the DeVille portion of the match, if you will, that was hard for me to really sink my teeth into. I still don't know anything about her. Yeah, and they I feel like they haven't really built Mickey in a while either. You know, mm-hmm. she's kind of been just there to put other people over. So, put over, yeah. So, you know, I, I feel like you got Paige there. Have her do a promo. Put her on commentary. She's, you know, she definitely adds a lot to it. Um, I With the... With Mickey James, with uh, Alexa Bliss coming out to help her, I wonder if that was. Yeah. I wonder if that was just her like manipulating her since she's in the elimination chamber and she's going to try, you know, manipulating some of the women in that match. So. That's what's cool you know, about it. We got to turn it and see. You know, I like yeah. that. It's open ended. Yeah. I think the most shocking thing in all of this is that you know Paige's medical status. What was that a month ago when that story broke and they haven't addressed <sighs> it at all? They're just saying she's out with injury. Yeah, I. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what's up with that. Um, it seems pretty clear that she's done. So I don't know if they feel like. But why have to? Why have to say it if you don't have to? And she can always pose a threat physically, as being on the ringside with her girls. You see what I'm saying? Mm. Um, yeah. We, the smart marks, all know she's really banged up. But there's a lot of kids that go to this. They go to these shows. They have no clue. Um, yeah, that would be so forever. weird. That would be so weird, though. Could you imagine that being it's just... It's not going to go on forever. I, that, well, it makes me think two things. One, maybe they're still looking into it. Maybe she does have a chance. I don't know. Yeah. I, what I take it as is that maybe it has something to do with the movie that's coming out, and they oh. don't want mm-hmm. her retired before the movie comes out. So keep her on TV, keep her in an active role. And Makes then sense. once the movie comes out, then they can announce it. Yep. But Because I don't think she can take any bumps or anything. So she's <clears throat> at ringside, but she can't do anything which i think is fine you know for a manager a lot of managers really wouldn't um so i don't know yeah um so the triple threat main event tonight was going to determine who enters the elimination chamber last and this was a triple threat between john cena elias and braun Strowman. elias came out kicked it off doing his thing and oh my god the chance tonight for walk with elias every week i think they can't get louder I am shocked how over this guy's shtick is with the crowd. He, he's great. I thought his promo was great. I loved it. Like him putting down the, the, the town saying how uh, it's unfortunate because he usually only flies over small towns like that. <laughs> he's so natural. He, he doesn't come across as scripted. And, and I'm thinking, uh, what are they going to do for him at Mania? Like, do they get him by himself? Do they put him with a band? What kind of special thing do they do? something you, you could do with Seth Rollins. You know, yeah. you have, put them in a program and have them work at mania but um yeah i thought i thought i thought elias was great he's super he over with the crowd he just comes across as you know like we talked about earlier comes across like a star you know yeah. he killed he killed it and uh he won i did not think that was going to happen tonight me either me either Strowman. the only th- the only reason why i did is because they were they are building elias and cena for house shows and so I felt like they need Elias beating Cena on TV on TV to kind of otherwise it seems like a mismatch right now since especially since Cena beat Elias on Christmas on Raw. So this way it kind of it yeah. kind of makes it seem like it's not a foregone conclusion. What'd you think of the match, Matt? 
good. You know, all things considered, a lot of slow guys in that match, right? Um, very hard to pick up the pace of that match. And uh, I thought they did a good job with that, actually. You know, it could have been a lot more slower and a lot more plotting than what it was. Yeah, I thought it was uh, I thought it was I thought it was pretty fun. Like it uh I wasn't bored during it. Um Mm-mm. so yeah, I, I liked it. I thought it was uh Cena with his facials at the end, again, I don't know. He seemed like he was over exaggerating. He's, He's checked out. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I thought. So like, he's, he's just, just got at this point be thinking there's so much stuff I'd rather be doing with my time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the stuff that he's he's got going on right now with the Transformer spinoff movie and you know all these projects that he's getting, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's it's hard to turn down. Hypocrite, much, John? <laughs> hey, he could be learning Mandarin or practicing the piano. He he has gone by, back and said how much like those are the but, times he regrets the most. Like what, Matt? You don't know? Like you never watch anything? And all the behind the scenes things and specials. Like he's been taking Mandarin classes for a few years. He plays the piano for what is it like an hour a day? Yeah. Um. Every time. Yeah, I don't know, Matt. Now you've said a lot of what they project is his backstage persona is for show. For instance, yes. even him getting engaged yes. at WrestleMania. Yes. Which I was th- kept thinking about during the WrestleMania 24s. I was like, this seems like a very elaborate charade. I don't trust anything that comes out of his mouth. Nothing. Wow. Maybe I just think changed. he's always working. He's, I, I mean, <laughs> you know what? I, I do agree with the marriage thing now. Finally, he sold me on it because a lot of it was that backstage footage I saw in that 24 uh, WrestleMania 24 gimmick that was on the network last yeah, week. Yeah, that thing was awesome. Yeah, it was great. It showed a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff with John and her, and that looked very real, actually. So I take back that part. But I'm telling you, I know John, and, and, and I'm not saying it to be mean or bad, that he's a bad person. I'm just saying he's always, always working. He's our modern-day Hulk. He's corporate. He's, just... he's always working that angle, always. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, speaking of the 24 thing, they cut footage out of it already after a release. What footage? Uh, Undertaker getting shot up with. Uh, Did they show that the first time? I didn't see it the first time. I didn't see it the first time either. I but think, I read it. I live. think they, yeah, they cut it before it was released. Oh, I, you know what happens? I, I didn't see it live because we were doing this show. I bet you we missed it. It, it could have been. I, I, I thought they took it out before it was released. But yeah, there's a, there's a, a minute scene uh, where Taker is getting shots in his leg, and he's saying how he, oh, wow. he does this for the, you know, for the fans. Why um, would they just take that out? I, I don't think they want people thinking that they got these. The wrestlers have to get, you know, take anything to perform. Oh, gee, a nerve block <laughs> shot. I don't take a nerve block shot to do this damn show. How about that? My, back. <laughs> My question is, why would they ever have that in in the first place or let anybody know that was in there? I mean, that seems, you know, not to get all, oh, you know, they're, you know, not protecting the business, but that seems. Well, you got a lot of you got a lot of different I, channels on these things, right? Like it, a lot of different. So it didn't go through the right channel where someone was like, "What? You can't put that in there." Well, here's the thing: it also tells the story. Remember the tell of that story of Undertaker on that series was, you know, his old man got one more laugh left in him, and this is what it takes for him to get in the ring now because of what he's done for his. Yeah. Why are you laughing at that? No, I'm laughing because I'm um, thinking like I want Justin Labar to watch that and then swear <clears> to me again, <throat> "Oh, Undertaker's got one more match in him." Because that's why I'm laughing is because we've been saying for a year that okay I'll never I'll never discount Undertaker having one more match I just think you can't discount it yeah I mean that's it seems like that's the plan him and Cena 
watching the 24 uh, thing, it was it brought back the uncomfortable aspects of it, where it was like, especially seeing him backstage. It's uh, one match, and they should, should make a butt ton, you know, butt ton of money for one match. You know, you know what, then you know what, then guys, they shouldn't show that backstage footage no. of him. And yeah, if they they do have one more match for him, you're right. They shouldn't have shown any of that stuff of him struggling. You can look at it two ways. As a performer, I'm like, damn, that's a bad mother, you know what, for still sticking it out yeah. and potentially still having another match in him. But the fan, that eight-year-old <laughs> watching, he don't want to see that. Yeah, that was like Mickey Rourke and the wrestler. Like, you don't want to see that from a current guy that's not going to go out there and do it. Not, not him. him. Supernatural powers, never shows any, yeah. Right. Yeah. But, yeah. Some people are not aware of the Page movie. So there's a p- movie being produced by The Rock that's based on Page's life, and so that should be coming. Uh, Rosita, uh, Thea Trinidad, um, yeah. what's her? God, what's her? Zelina Vega uh, is in it. She plays AJ Lee, um, and the the lady from Cersei from Game of Thrones is in it, playing Page's oh. mother. So they got like a lot of big big names involved. Yeah. The Rock has a, a small role in it. It's based on the documentary uh, Fighting With My Family that was done in the UK, which if you haven't seen, find it online. It's really interesting. It covers Paige's original tryout with the WWE back, I guess, like five years ago, six years ago. Yeah. Lena Haiti, yeah. Lena Haiti from Game of Thrones is in it. And then Vince Vaughn is in it. I think he plays Jake the Snake Roberts. Um, Yeah, yeah. and uh, what's-her-face? Why am I blanking on her name? Uh, Ricochet's... uh, partner uh is, is oh, the T- tessa blanchard tessa blanchard yeah did all the doubling ricochet dates her yeah they've been dating for a while <laughs> all right <laughs> uh anyhow so yeah so tonight raw different raw i i i dug it matt what did you think of tonight's show overall i didn't dig it i, th- I thought it was good um, there was good elements of it. I like to step in the right direction as far as featuring females more. I'm a fan of that. Um, how they're presented continues to be a problem, though, right? Yeah. Um, that that was my biggest part of the show that I took home was wow, they got a lot of time tonight. I can't wait to talk about this because it was looking like they were getting a lot of time even before the other half of their time was even shown on TV. I was impressed. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, like two full segments. Here comes two more. You know, so halfway through, I was like, w- w- you know, wow. You know, but then it was like the, the, the context of what they gave them. It was the matches were freaking awesome. Okay. Yeah. It wasn't the matches that was my problem. It's the character development. Not, I kind of, I don't want to sound like I'm contradicting myself because, yes, it was good that someone like Sasha, we showed a little bit more of her heels like coming out. It was how they did it. I did not like. Yeah, I just feel like it's got to have more um, naturalness more, to it. Yeah, that. So yeah, there's that, but there's also just we're so close to Mania. You need to start having some big, yeah. big, big moments on the show. Yes, that's that's the that's another point. That's a huge point. Where yeah. was the big things that were supposed to be like, oh crap, Mania's coming? You know. Mm-hmm. Well, Rumble's a, it's Rumble's like he, been forgotten about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, it, like let's go. Right. I mean, it's like that year when Taker came back to wrestle Triple H, right? They yes. started showing the promos of the Scorpion, and people thought it might be Sting. Sting but but Sting doing stuff like too? that that gets people talking and, and gets them, you know, get your imaginations going on, on what's yeah. going on. 
Well, we'll see. Right now, they're laying a lot of groundwork for Elimination Chamber. I don't know how they can serve all of those storylines from Chamber to Mania, but um, I mean, let's see. Let's see what they do and try. I think a lot of the storytelling will really be dependent on what they do for next week. But there are seeds. There are lots of seeds planted. Um, yeah. And it just moved faster tonight. I felt like this was kind of a zippy show um, compared to some weeks. But anyhow, let's talk uh, about what's going on. Booker T and Corey Graves. So. <laughs> Rush, you <laughs> so have Matt just last week was talking about on our uh, Wednesday po- podcast where we had a uh, Sean Davari on and Matt was talking about how you wanted to fight Booker T backstage in TNA once. And then a day, a couple days later and Booker T's out with this podcast saying how he's going to jump Corey Graves if he sees him in the street. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Corey Graves, he blames Corey Graves for losing his commentary commentating gig says that people were afraid that he was going to beat Corey Graves up, so they took him off of commentary. And there were times, like during the Royal Rumble, there were times when Booker was, you could tell, was getting really pissed at Corey. And uh, like he was getting heated. He's as legit as legit gets. Um, (laughs) But still, in that, um, no offense, watching it and going back, if you watch it from day one, Booker started all that mess. Good for Corey for standing up and smacking his ass back verbally. That, that's my take. Yeah. Instead of I, bowing, instead of bowing to the almighty veteran and all that other BS. Good for Corey for saying, look, I'm the future of this show as far as commentating goes. Slow your roll. You ain't gonna roll over me. You're not gonna bully me. You're not gonna pull that veteran shit on me. Especially not on the air, because I'll verbally assassinate you. And he did. I commend him for having the balls to do it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he would call, he would call Booker T out a lot. Maybe, you know, Booker started it. Please go back and watch. Oh yeah, yeah no, you know for about sure. Tag team wrestling. Oh, you were a tag team ch- NXT. Yeah, great. I'm a 25 time. He was, you know, <laughs> tag team champion in WCW. He started. He started all that. Yeah. So Corey, he he made kind of a little jab about it tonight. Did you guys catch that? No. No. He said something. Uh, Jonathan Coachman said something, and. Uh, Corey Graves said something along the lines like, you better watch it or you could end up on afternoon radio, which, you know, Booker T shows afternoon radio. So, um, I was hoping he'd say something like, what do you do? Beat me up. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, so yeah, that's, uh, you think WWE does anything over this? Like, uh, releases Booker? I, oh, because of his words? Yeah, for threatening, he basically threatened him. He said, "He's if he sees I, him, he's gonna, he's gonna." Did he fight say him. that, or did he say that they were worried that if he saw him, this would happen? No, no. First, he said, "If if I see you on the streets, I'm coming after you." Well, Booker ain't seeing him on the streets, so stop saying that. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, then later, he challenged him to a fight. You're 50 <laughs> years old, dude. What are you doing? Hey, I, I'd still take Booker over Corey any day. Oh my God! <laughs> yeah. Okay. No question. <laughs> I keep saying Booker's legit. He really is. Yeah. That doesn't mean people need to fear you or scare you. I told yeah. you I was heated at him for that one thing because I was still new in the business. I was new in the main event picture. So I took it very personal, which I shouldn't have done. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I wasn't talking about me going and just randomly punching Booker in the face for the hell of it. It was, dude, I thought we're boys and you're saying you're not, you know what I mean? I'm hearing from other people. You don't want to put me over. That's cool. At least come tell me about it. Tell me why. And that didn't happen. So I remember being heated about it because it was going to be a huge um, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A huge omission in the story of me going through the mafia to get the Kurt at Bound for Glory. Yeah, huge part. That was a nine month storyline, guys. It was yeah. the very longest one I've ever been in, and a main event level one at that. And he was the one. And he was the one. You know what I mean? That's all I kept taking it as. Yeah. And Devari talked me off the ledge. We're going in there and punching him. And um, 
I don't do business like that ever. That was the first time I've ever been that personally. Uh, I felt personally offended, but uh, you know what I mean. That's going to show you how green I was at the time because that's not the way to take it. You know what I mean? It's it's it's, it's a business, and Booker wasn't doing it to be a dick. He was doing it not wanting to put me over within what the three minutes they were giving him to do it in with no advertisement on Spike that week. I agree with him. Looking back, you've got to protect your own brand first. He's right. I didn't see it then because I was still kind of young, especially in the main event picture. But uh, at the end of the day, I still was going to go in and punch him in the, and shatter his orbital socket. Yeah. Some people are asking if it's a work. Why would they? Why would this be a work? Like no, uh, Corey can't wrestle. It's not leading to a match. It's no, it's not. There's, it makes no sense. It makes WWE look bad. That, yeah, it does. You know. So there, yeah, there's no way it's a work. Um, no, it's not. So but anyway, I, I could see Booker amplifying the situation, draw attention to it. No, it's bad for him. He's running for mayor of Houston. Oh, wait, he is? He is? Yes. Why is it, Matt, when you announced your candidacy, didn't you start thinking like, okay, you know, I'm not the most controversial guy, but maybe I just got to kind of watch what I say publicly now? Yes and no. I also wanted to be Joe. I didn't want to change who I am, you know what I mean, too too much, because that's who I knew they were going to vote for. Yeah. Um, But at the same time, I call it out. No. (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) I, he was oh, running. Doing. I don't know. If, I don't know if he dropped out because I haven't heard anything about that in a while. Um, I bet you he could do well. I, I, wow, I'm surprised. Yeah, the election's not still for not for a, another two years. So um, okay, I hope he. That'd be cool. another wrestler. It'll be great. I'm always for that. Yeah, but anyway. Yeah. So yeah, there's, it makes no sense for Booker to be doing this for as a work. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm um, get in trouble. Yeah. And uh, lastly, New Japan shows. In the U.S., selling out fast. Yeah, so what? you remember me uh, complaining about yep. how they're not striking when the iron's hot, right? And they only do like two shows and bounce. Yeah, so they're doing one show, 5,000 people, sold out in 20 minutes. It probably would have sold out quicker, but the server, like, crashed. And that's it, you know? That's, like, probably going to be their one show this year uh, in the U.S., so. Why? I don't get it. You, you're hot. Take advantage of it. You're, you're blowing this opportunity. They'll never be this hot in America again. No way. I mean, who knows? Very difficult. Think about the talent they've had in the past. Yeah. Okay? And, and, and they still couldn't make as much money as they could right now with this roster, a blend of talent that they've got coming here, you know, of our own, our own here in America being part of that show and being featured as they are. Yeah. You know, it's usually like one or two of us that are Americans that get featured like that, not as many as they have right now. Yeah. And, yeah, they're not striking enough at all. No, I mean they should have done this at a stadium. I mean, uh, at an arena, and uh, they should have We're, booked like four more shows across the U.S. Yes, well, I mean, you guys, we've already said this. We'll say it again ad nauseum. You're making the 13-hour flight here. Yeah, exactly. Take advantage of it. What's another two hours to here? Another four hours to there? Nothing. Yeah, and these venues just look look up where ROH has been or TNA in the past or you know the, there's call me I'll help you out because I want to watch. I wanna yeah, exactly. I mean, you're it, how much money is being left on the table by not um, by just doing this one show, five thousand seat arena, boom, yeah. it, tickets are gone. That's it. Damn so. man, that sucks. I was hoping they come to Florida. Yeah, I, I mean they're I mean they're yeah, like you said, uh, who knows if they'll be this hot in a year. or or two years, so. And those guys won't be there. I would, I'll predict that two or three years from now. Yeah, if Vince starts feeling a threat, you know it's not going to be too long before he starts taking back yeah. like Cody Rhodes and Kenny Omega. and They're a big part of why uh, they're so hot right now. 
Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, someone's asking about Lashley and EC3. Lashley's supposed to be coming in any time, but no creative plans. I mean, there was that Meltzer said you know, working with Brock Lesnar after WrestleMania. Lesnar apparently didn't know about that then, but <laughs> I guess that's that's. Uh, but we'll see. Lesnar's contract's also up, so who knows if he resigns? I guess he. My guess is that he would. On uh, EC3, he showed up on NXT, so he wasn't at the TV tapings, but he was backstage. And Ricochet wrestled under under, yeah. under as Ricochet. Yeah, yeah. He wrestled as Ricochet. Like Thank yeah. God. It was such a cool name. It is a cool name. It fits him. Hey, do you like Prince Puma better though, with him and a hood on? I thought it was a cool. It was a cool gimmick. I kind of thought so too, but he's a good-looking dude, so I don't know how I feel. Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, one of the problems I had with Lucha Underground is you have too many people with the mask. And I know it's Lucha and you're, you're doing gimmick, that. Though. Yeah, I know, <laughs> Wait, exactly. Listen to that statement out of context. The problem I have with Lucha Underground, too many people with masks. No, seriously. But if you're trying to do a, uh, a wrestling show, you got to have individual characters. And when everyone has a mask, it, it just you know, gets a... So what's crazy is someone like Brian Cage is kind of like the, 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 the Rey Mysterio. When you think about it, because he's the only one without one at the time, or Hennigan, or whomever. Yeah, yeah. Del Rio. Um, there, yeah. There's a few, yeah. Um, um, and that got renewed for another season, Lucha Underground, right? Yep, another season. Re- but still with going, a, yeah. Yeah, but uh, reduced budget, but they'll be back. Cool. I don't think um, – I I talked to uh, God, uh, Jeff Cobb. And Conan? Uh, Jeff Cobb, and it sounds like, it sounds like he'll go in for a little bit, but not the whole season, so – um yeah let's see mysterio's obviously it'll it's starting to look like he's going back to wwe like yeah what was that tweet he put out saying that he's trying to make it work yeah and well he had the interview with the mirror where he said Mm, you know there's a very strong possibility so it makes sense if they if they give him that reduced schedule it makes sense for everyone involved but he was over he was over like crazy give it to him raw or smackdown where do you think he's more needed Okay, Rise things raw. Take raw. I see SmackDown though. I think he should be on SmackDown. I think he'll add a lot, but I think they, if they see him as a huge superstar, they'll probably put him on Raw. You know, yeah. that's just how they've been doing it. They're, they're putting the guys that they don't see as uh, the big charismatic stars on, on SmackDown. They haven't been doing that. Don't say that. That's not what they think. That uh, is what they think. Kind of seems like it's what they, time out. You don't think they think Kevin Owens is big time charisma? They don't uh, think he, they don't think he's like uh, Lesnar or Strowman or Reigns or. Say it this way, okay? Take, take Reigns. What's his name? Strowman out of this equation. Go with Ronda. Go with Brock. Ray in this case. The people they're paying a shitload of money to, they want on Raw to make their money back. Say it that way. Don't okay. say it because it's. This guy is, doesn't have as much charisma. Come on, I'm not saying Bryan I'm not saying that they don't. SmackDown. I'm not saying that they don't have that charisma. I'm saying that it's clear WWE that they don't think they don't think. Yeah, because whenever they get a big surprise, whenever they got some big angle, you know they're 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 it's put on, on Raw. Raw. Yeah, it's on a flagship show. Yeah. So, but I, but I mean, I, like like we were just saying earlier, I think Sami Zayn's been killing it. I think Kevin Owens has a ton of perks, you know, ton of charisma. I, I, I can watch him and Sammy all day. I'm all just, day. just where you see when you see how they think and who they see are stars, and um, you know, if they see Mysterio as a really big star uh, that they could headline with, they'll probably put him on Raw. 
In fact, with that logic, it does seem strange that Charlotte is on SmackDown. That's the only flaw yeah. I see in that. Because Charlotte... I mean, they clearly, love her. They love yeah. her. And they should. But I also think at that time, they had really high hopes with Alexa Bliss. Like they were, oh, she sure. was getting all the promo time. Not Charlotte wasn't really getting much then. Charlotte was already locked in as a made woman. This yeah. was her opportunity to make hopefully another one. Yeah. Yeah. And there's no reason she shouldn't have been. She was, I thought. Alexa. Yeah, they just they just cooled off on her a lot. But you know, hopefully that yeah. changes. Uh, so tomorrow night on SmackDown, uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn in a one-on-one match. That's that's almost fresh and new again. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It definitely yeah. is. I'm excited to watch it. Yeah, I wonder if it's going to be a swerve, though, like we talked about last week. We'll see. Where it's just like they, like they do a double pin. Like they just roll each other up, do a double pin, and now they both get the title shot against AJ. Oh, shoot. Okay, I could maybe see that. If, okay, if, because I know Raj, you also have the finger point of doom type of thing, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Shenanigans might happen. I said it was too early for that, I, I was saying, right? I was predicting it's too early for that to happen yet. They're going to take us a little bit further on those two. Mega powers exploding, brother. Um, <laughs> so I, I thought, like, okay, they'll, they'll actually have a real match. Yeah, we'll see. I, I, I think it's too soon to have them already having a real match, but we'll see. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, me cool. too. I, th- I think it's just they've only been together for a few months, so I think it's way too soon to be teasing a breakup. Yeah, it, it is. It's just to lead us further to them not breaking up. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So they'll give. They'll, they'll throw away a real match between two heels to get there. I think versus one babyface and one heel, where that's the payoff. Yeah, down the road. Didn't they do something similar with Owens and Jericho, where they're like, "Oh, we're gonna wrestle tonight" or something like that, when they were, you know, doing their buddy gimmick and and that turned out to be a swerve i'm I'm forgetting exactly what happened but i thought they did something similar with them i know they had them fight at one point that seemed like it was going to be a breakup but they reconciled very quickly yeah like it was a ruse and they blame roman reigns for everything instead that's what yeah that was the one (laughs) that was really that was really (laughs) funny you know i think about that storyline a lot still in recent memory i think that's the best best storyline the wwe has done it was awesome yeah. Jericho's the man. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> so we'll be back here Wednesday, 12 noon Eastern, to talk about SmackDown Live. Matt, anything you want to plug or shout out before we take it? I'll home? be on SmackDown. I'll be on SmackDown Live coverage of this show. How about that? Awesome. Mm-hmm. Or podcast afterwards, sorry. Yeah. Great. Wednesday, Wednesday at noon. Love having you. Wednesday at noon. Um, yes, one quick plug. I just had a huge city commission meeting tonight. It'd be See it on my Instagram story, lie, uh, Instagram story tonight. My city of Longwood voted against banning medical marijuana dispensaries, and we're one of the only Seminole County that did it. I'm super proud of that. That gives us the opportunity, if someone wants to bring a medical marijuana dispensary here to our city, they can. Why that's important is because we have many places here that do uh, that, that give medical marijuana prescription cards out to those that need it. My problem was you'd have to drive 20 to 45 minutes to the Orlando to go pick it up from somewhere. So here you have an addict who's trying to do the right thing and get clean and sober, gets a medical marijuana card, has to drive 40 minutes. I, as a former addict, I'm telling you right now, I would have used that as my rationalization to relapse and say, F that, I'm not driving 40 minutes, I'm going back to these painkillers. Because that's the way a lot of addicts think in a weakened state. Or those that are suffering from cancer, those suffering from Crohn's disease. I'm talking about people in real pain. Hi, P.S., we're going to make you drive 40 minutes to go pick up your prescription in Orlando? No. 
So now we have the ability to have a medical marijuana dispenser here for these people to go pick up their stuff. That's huge. And we had a lot of pressure on our, from our city to not have one here. So we now we agreed not to ban it. So it's open for interpret. It's open for discussion. It's open for them to come in here if they do want to create one here. You know, they've got to apply and go through the, 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 the law to do so. But it's at least we have the ability to have that here. Also, our city commission means uh, we're the first in Seminole County to do that. That was my idea personally. And uh, hopefully you got to hear all that and I didn't break up. You, you broke up a little bit. You said it was ah. the first It was the first to what? It could be one of two things. One of the medical marijuana dispensary being here or we're the first in Seminole County to go to Facebook Live, which oh, was awesome. my idea. Uh, okay, that, yeah, that, that was it, the Facebook and Live. We didn't we'll start, that. that just got voted in tonight. That's something, a pet project of mine I've been pushing for the last, since I've been elected, you know, to, to get our younger demographic to be part of the process. And my goal is, if it comes up on their Facebook, you know, news feeds during dinner and whatnot, they'll see these commission meetings are happening and they can be a part of the process in voting. Look at you, working, working for the public. Nice. <laughs> That's awesome. I do. I do. And it's funny with the medical marijuana because I'm in Colorado and it's been, you know, all legal for, for a while now. And so forget hey, that. Is it legal um, recreationally? Right? Yep. yep. Oh, yeah. Have you noticed an increase of crime or not at all because of that? I mean, that's, that's, that was the big warning, right? That was, that was all the commercials that ran before it passed was all it's going to bring in all this crime and all this stuff. And no, prohibition does not work. Yeah. It doesn't. No, one month legal in California. Somehow we're managing to function as a state still. (laughs) Oh, is it, is it? Have they've implemented? Yeah. It? I knew. Oh, yeah. I knew it, the vote passed, but I thought it was going to take a while to figure it out how to as of January first. Yeah. Okay. Huge. Crazy, right? Huge. Huge. Absolutely. Um, but that's good, Matt. I think that's that's a very good cause putting that there. And you're absolutely right. People should have to drive for a variety of reasons. Um, Make things accessible. I didn't have to drive 45 yeah. minutes to get a nerve block injection when I was in a crap load of pain. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Hey, Same man. Thing. No, I think it's that's medicine. great. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I so remember, Raj, oh, I sorry. remember I was talking to a wrestler um, who who's a big star in the eighties. And he said like, uh, he made an interesting comment that when they started the, the, um, I think it was when they started, the, when they banned marijuana, like it, when they started the drug testing, it actually led to people using pain pills yes. way more. Yes. And that, so 100%. when people that would smoke to alleviate the pain, then turn to pills. And then that, led to you know people dying young and and mixing with alcohol and all this stuff so it had an adverse effect uh you know by doing it doesn't it. work it just doesn't work whatever you take away if they're gonna looketh for more if <laughs> that's what they're gonna do that's the yeah. way it works don't if you make things the antichrist it's gonna make you drawn more to it it's just the way it works yeah yeah no absolutely uh so raj what should people look out for on the site what do you got going on uh, interview with Eric Bischoff, easy, oh. that's coming. Um, uh, more stuff from our interview with the honky tonk man. Um, uh, uh, yeah. So yeah, stay tuned. That's me doing honky tonk man dance. If you can't see. <laughs> yeah. So, so check it out. Cool, man. And we'll be back here Wednesday, 12 noon Eastern. Uh, talk about SmackDown live, find out what happens with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. We'll be discussing it on Wednesday. So until next time, folks, I'm Glenn Rubenstein. You can follow me on Twitter at Glenn Rubenstein, and we'll see you back here on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Take care.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.